0: Welcome to the Beginner's Mindset Living Podcast, and uh, this is your host, uh, Taki Musa, um, also known as uh, Monakipaya, um, name that I was given by my grandmother uh, back in the days uh, when I was still a little guy. Uh, and I've not been using it, uh, actually, only I was inspired through the podcast to start using it. So uh, for those who wonder what is Monakipaya, when, where Monakipaya is coming from. Um, uh, this is a very special, um, episode, uh, because it's the first episode of, uh, season two of the podcast. Uh, last year we did our first, uh, season one, uh, and, uh, it, through that season one, we had, uh, seven episodes, uh, that we ran all through to the end of the year. And, uh, in each episode I had a, a guest who was, um, um, I think we had um, uh, an episode of uh, 30 to 40 minutes. Some of them ran to an hour. But they, it was quite an interesting uh, experience for me uh, to have uh, the conversation with uh, all those uh, very special young people that uh, came to the show. Um, and we finished off last year with uh, a season greetings uh, episode uh, where it was just a point of reflection that... Um, uh, was shared by, by the different guests that came on the podcast. I hope that you have had a chance to, to listen to, to those podcasts. And if you haven't, um, uh, I think you would, you would love just, uh, if you do make a time and, uh, go back and listen to, uh, to those podcasts. Now I, I've, you know, I keep on listening to them every now and then, uh, I just find them very inspiring. Uh, very uh, moving, you know, I just love to hear these stories. And uh, so through this season two, we are going to start that journey, uh, but we're going to take it in a different way. Today's uh, episode is going to be uh, the first of the two series episode, uh, and then we're going to take it up from from there. Um, now... Um, the episode today is uh, very different. Uh, it's unlike other episodes that uh, we have had where it was uh, um, myself as the host and, uh, and the guest. So today I have uh, very special people around me who are the guests on the podcast. I am very, very excited to start uh, the season two of this podcast. And I'm even more excited to start uh, this journey of season two with the very special people in my life. And these are my kids that uh, have surrounded me here today. Uh, We are sitting on this uh, dining table, having a conversation. And we thought, well, what would be the best way to... uh, uh, Wouldn't wouldn't this be the best way to start uh, season two uh, to share our conversation with, uh, you know, between ourselves and also with the rest of the of the audience who normally tune into the podcast. Um, so I am so, so excited, and I hope you are just excited as I am. And uh, before going uh, further, I would just like to uh, welcome my guests so that they do a self-introduction so that you know a little bit on who they are, uh, and then we'll continue, you know, with our conversation. So, like they say, you know, ladies first, and um, the lady, the only lady, very special lady on the table, um, is going to introduce herself. Uh,
1: well, thank you for having me and the Honorable um, Beginner's Mindset podcast. My name is Aiko. Um, I'm Taki's daughter. <laughs> Um, No, but my name is Aiko. Uh, I'm 22 years old. Um, Currently, I'm currently in university uh, Mm -hmm. pursuing my bachelor's. Um, And that's about the only interesting thing about me right now.
0: Uh, What bachelor's are you doing?
1: I am doing a bachelor's in child, youth, and family policy and practice. That is a long title. Mm -hmm. But yeah. That
0: is what I'm doing. But it's an interesting title. Is that, does that have anything to do with psychology?
1: A very little bit, mm-hmm. but yeah, not so much, unfortunately.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So I think uh, we will... Uh, do you want to say anything else uh, as a way of introduction or that's, that's enough for now? Um,
1: that's enough for now. We'll okay. learn more as we go, I guess. All
0: right. Let's do that. Okay so I think uh, we will go to the next. Um I'm Rahim.
2: Uh yeah, 19. Um so Rahim is your name or Rahim is uh, Raheem is the name that they that they give me. Uh, and uh I thought it was Abdul Rahim. I mean it is Abdul Rahim, but I prefer to go by Rahim. Okay. Um it's just a personal thing, but yeah, 19. Um and uh I guess I guess more about myself will be revealed. I um, mean, I do go to university and stuff like that, but that's basically it. Uh,
0: uh, maybe if you don't mind, if you can just tell us a little bit more, like, uh, because Aiko uh, introduced herself and she said um, what she studies. Um, you can...
2: Yeah, sure. Um, I'm studying computer science
0: right now. Whereabouts?
2: At in, uh, in que- uh, Queen Mary, University of London. Okay. Yeah, second year, halfway through second year. And uh yeah, just getting for finishing the exam today, you know. Life continues.
0: Life continues, that's, and that's right. That. And that's that. Okay. Well, I, I guess uh so we have uh, two of our guests that have already introduced themselves mm-hmm. and that leaves a spot to one. My name is uh Mohammed
3: and um but I'm Mostly known by Mel, I am a recent uh, university graduate. I graduated last year, and I just want to say a big, uh, a big shout out to everyone that's still, you know, doing enduring with uh, enduring uni during this time. I think uh, you guys uh, deserve a lot more praise. Than you get, and um, yeah, so a little bit about myself. I'm a audiovisual artist, and also uh, have been helping with uh, running the Beginners Mindset podcast. So this is actually the first time I have been in front of the the scene. I'm normally behind the scenes. Okay,
0: but yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much so fun. you'll be. Uh- You'll be having an up-close and personal relationship with the microphone today.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be a, uh, it's a, uh, it's, it's a relationship that I'm, uh, I'm, I'm used to a little bit. You know, but, yeah. <laughs> Africa, Africa. Africa,
0: Africa. Just, just, uh, uh, just to set a scene for how we are going to uh, to move forward, is um, we we have uh, we have quite a few things to talk about, and um, you saw like you have heard the uh, everyone introducing themselves, and uh, hopefully through the that you're familiar with their voices, you can tell who is saying what, um, and it's just going to be random. We'll be talking about different topics. Uh, of interest uh, to to each and every one of us, and um, yeah, so I think um, yeah, that was just a way of uh, you know setting the scene and for people to know what to expect when you're listening. Yeah.
3: Thank you for the introduction, everyone. Thank you uh, to our father for for. Um, giving us the opportunity to, to, to be on this show and to be on this in the in the season two premiere of um Living in his mindset living room podcast.
4: Woo-hoo. And, <laughs> and
3: and um you know as 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 hectic uh and as twenty twenty was one of the one of the beautiful things that um that rose from the year was the uh, was the beginner's mindset podcast and and I'm sure with with uh, when when it came to when it came to all the conversations that you had with that and when it came to the whole process of uh, of of creating and, and maintaining it must have bridged a lot more learning for you, not only about yourself but about the world and, and about younger people. As you intended it to be, and I'm sure a lot of that will take you forward in how you in how you move throughout this year and throughout the rest of your absolutely and absolutely throughout, and throughout the rest of your years on on this planet, you know. And I just wanted to ask Raheem, what? How do you feel that your experience of 2020 sort of what what can you take from your experience in 2020 to 2021 in, in 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 helping you kind of face 2021?
2: I found personally with 2020, it was it was um it was kind of like a revel- revelatory year for me, just because like primarily through the through some of the things I was going through, difficulty wise, I started to so to well, I mean, even f- through the difficulties, it's, it's kind of what made it for me a pretty good year. Um, and uh, and actually a very good year in terms of personal growth. But I just started looking more inside and I stopped, uh, stopped kind of looking outside for things. Um, I don't know personally,
0: I've been chasing. Can you enlighten us uh, inside, outside? What yeah, is that? I
2: think, um, prior. For a long period of time in my life I've been sort of like I, I would chase a lot of things, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and um I think last year was was a good means of of sort of um I don't know looking looking inside and kind of um I don't know, shaping my own sort of individual philosophy of life. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I, I started doing that and I think um that's been the that's been the that was the sort of the beginnings of um of dealing with challenges in general. And I think it'll be will will be continued this year as well, yeah. primarily through the things that I learned last year and the things I learned basically on a daily basis.
0: Okay, so mm-hmm. you feel like, uh, despite the, the difficulties of the uh, 2020 as a year to, mm-hmm. to many of us or many people, but through those difficulties, it gave you the opportunity to, uh, to, to do more introspection and to search for things within you. And, and, and that has given you good tools and the foundation to be able to face the challenges. Yeah, because i mean
2: it was more i was pushed to do it i just got to a point where uh there was like a stacking up of of challenges personal challenges mm. and i had to um i basically had to reconsider my tactic of solving them and uh yeah i think it was just i started to kind of uh, look at challenges as uh, as opportunities for for like personal development, like oh, personal yeah. growth, right. and that and that the the challenges should, in a way, always be endless, mm. and that there should never be an end to. There should never be an end to. Um, I guess you. It's it's fine not to be comfortable. You should never sort of. It's fine to not feel like um like this like I don't know like a like a basis like a foundation that you can hold on to. Mm. Sometimes it, you. You requ- you require continuous and consistent movement if you yeah. kind of get what I mean. Okay. And uh, yeah, it, but just stuff like that, which kind of uh, I think um, got me into um, yeah into just into how to deal with challenges a bit better.
0: Okay. But but do you think uh, the the COVID situation had anything to had any part to play in 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 what was the, uh, the positive outcome? The factors that you were talking about pushing you in the direction that it has or
2: yeah um i think uh kind of positively because it allowed me to um it, it gave me the ability to kind of um to kind of remain in my own solitude if you will okay uh, and in 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 that solitude i was able to kind of find peace with my own self but you know that that there was a negative to that where in which like the, the solitude became, you know, a bit too much. Well well, I, I preferred the solitude in comparison to being with, with other people. But, you know, once you balance that once you balance that out, it's um it's perfectly fine. But yeah, I would say the, the, the isolation it kind of gave me it was a good opportunity for it, it came at the right time for me personally. Okay. Um, What what would you, Aiko, because uh, I guess, you know, just to kind of reel you into the conversation here, what would you say were some ideas in 2020 that were revealed to you, be that, you know, positively or negatively, that kind of if um, affected your outlook on things?
1: Um, for me personally, I think it was one of the, the, the biggest occurrences of 2020 um, that was sort of outside of my life but had an impact in my situation and it was mainly like the, the BLM movement. I think it opened my eyes up to a lot of things in a positive and negative way. Mm-hmm. I think it allowed a lot of um, information for me personally that wasn't readily available to be available for me mm-hmm. um, in terms of just realizing what injustices that other people But at the same time, it had allowed me to um, be um, open with myself, with sort of the, the things that I harbored inside that sort of were this, I don't know, I just felt like I wore a mask. For a long time in my life and not a mask in a sense of no, like physically a <laughs> but a mask and a sort of like I had a veil on top of my my eyes yeah. and I I was not um I don't know for lack of better words I was not very exposed or I choose to not expose myself to these things mm-hmm. and I felt like this was sort of a push to really open me up to finding out what injustices that people face and what injustices are there in the world and to also face myself and with the, the things that I maybe hadn't um, really sat down with myself to deal with it. Um, so in in a way it positively affected me because mm-hmm. I, I I sort of, was able to sit with myself yeah. and sort of had a conversation with me, and where my misplaced information. How did that conversation go with you? Um, yeah. it wasn't really. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't really a conversation. Um, only one side of me was talking, but <laughs> yeah. Um. The the. So the other one was just a good listener. Yeah, the other one's just yeah. a good okay. listener. Um, but the but the negative. Part is obviously the everything that went on and a lot of questioning that came up from it yeah so yeah that's my
0: okay so take BLM uh just for those that may not know what it is uh-huh. uh, do you just care to describe what uh BLM stands for Um, it's pretty much a common knowledge it is just just to make sure that we don't leave anyone behind
1: um okay so BLM is um is a social movement and I guess sort of a political movement at the same time and it's um long form is black lives matter um and it was started because of sort of the systematic um and institutional racism that Black people face. Mostly, it started um, in America, but I feel like this is something that um, Black people face everywhere, including our own continent. Um, so that's what uh, you know, that was <laughs> interesting. Footage. Sort of in the topic, I guess, of last year, Yeah. Um, I'm going to turn to you, Dad, and, you know, refer my question to you this time. Yeah. Um, last year was crazy. There was a lot of things that went on, a lot of ups and downs, you know, fires, Absolutely. bombs. Everything happened. Yeah, everything happened. Yeah. And then, obviously... There Was the minor thing of the pandemic, yeah? We we're all forced to sort of, stay yeah, inside. and
0: nobody even noticed. No
1: one even noticed, yeah. It was the minor occurrence of last year. I know. I know. Um, but you know, since no one really noticed this, this sort of isolation, um, period, please do share with us your experience of, of that time. I mean, we're still in isolation, yeah. but uh. Mostly of that isolation period, you
0: know, when it hit last year. Yeah, no, I think I think that's uh, it's, it's quite a good uh, a good point to be talking about because, like you say, it was a, a very minor event that everyone noticed mm-hmm. because um, it was for me it was the the only time that I can remember that the world almost. The whole world came to a standstill where you would see no planes going around flying around Uh, like for those for those for for some of us who live in holland like the roads were just clear Um, people were just asked to stay at home indoor uh, working from home a lot of businesses were closed down Uh, in order to restrict the movements. And that was the case in the the Netherlands. But uh, uh, different countries, uh, they put different measures. But in general, uh, people were asked to stay home. And uh, because people were asked to stay home, there was nobody outside. Um, So this isolation was... A measure that was taken to isolate people from being exposed to or to expose others um, with uh, the possible infection of uh, COVID-19. And um, I think because uh, for, for us here, we, we were uh, at the very beginning when it happened, I think it was like around March, we were just informed, yeah, now you start working from home. Um, and it was, uh, very drastic and, uh, many of us thought, well, well, this will just take, uh, you know, a few weeks or a few months. Um, so we didn't think too much about it. And, uh, we just started working from home. Uh, the system, were not not working very well, but I think within a few weeks, uh, things stabilized, uh, and we continue to work. Uh, the good thing was that it was also around the same time when, uh, I think the weather was not too bad because uh, we had some sunny days. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that was a one plus thing that I can already remember up front that, uh, you know, just working from home, um, looking outside, you see some sunlight, it was very helpful.
1: So you say looking outside, did you enjoy the sun at all during that period? Did you take some time to yeah actually i i remember
0: actually you uh you were making a point of reminding me to go <laughs> outside uh and to make sure that i enjoy it and and for me i was still enjoying but i enjoyed it from far you know just looking through the window through the door but uh, every every time you were making a point of reminding me i would uh i would try to you know make uh, an effort to go outside so uh in terms of the isolation, I think uh, the, the experience of it, uh, I think it was twofold. There was an aspect of it that was uh, quite positive, mm-hmm. and the other one that was not so positive or negative even. And uh, in terms of the positive aspect of it was, uh, uh, and I think uh, many of us would probably remember this, was we all came together, we were all at home, and then uh, it gave us a lot of time to be together and we started playing games in the evening uh, when everyone was done with um, with their work Um, and uh, it was quite fun uh, in that way you know having a meal after finishing having a meal and then playing games uh, talking and uh, you know doing all these things together but i think uh, for a lot of us we had in our mind that this was just going to be short-lived you know like it'll take a few weeks and then we'll go back to normal whatever that normal was and here we are almost a year before we can we, we are realizing that this is not going to be uh it's not going to be uh over it was um that and then now came the actual worry so for some of us that were working, um, it was uh, yes, of course, family time. Particularly in my case, uh, and probably my wife's case, is that uh, it's not all the time that the kids are here uh, because either the kids were going to boarding school or they're at the university, and only uh, our little girl was with us uh, most of the time. So. The good thing about the 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 this isolation of the crisis, COVID nineteen crisis, was putting everyone at home, and that gave us the opportunity to see the kids to spend all the time together. Um, and and one thing I must say, is that this very table that we are sitting at now, which happens to be the the main uh, form that we make all the major decisions of this family, mm-hmm. uh Brings a lot of good memories coming from the time of the when the isolation was very strict because I would remember all the stories that we'd have over dinner, uh, all the laughters and things like that. Uh, so, the family dinner was the, the moment for me, and this I will never forget because it just brought so much joy. It always brings so much joy whenever we have dinner together. It's one of my if not the very special time of my family time, the dinner time, because this is when we talk about anything and everything. We catch up about, you know, what has happened to X, Y and Z and that kind of thing. So that was one of my, um, I would say, uh, uh, positive experience coming out of it. And uh, I think from the work is uh, when the things stabilised in terms of the system, uh, when the IT, uh, you know, managed to put everything in order, um, we, uh, I was able to work more productively. So I was, I believe I became more productive. And I think part of it was to do with the fact that, you know, you are sitting because I, I work, I, I I was working and I work downstairs and I just have the whole dining table by myself. So, limited interruptions uh, and limited <laughs> and I will get interruptions by the way uh, from time to time uh, maybe Aiko coming down or more coming down or Rahim or they will they will all like be next to me in the kitchen and they'll start they'll be oblivious of my existence and they will start <laughs> their conversation and then I will just have to remind them hey guys uh, there's a guy working here You know, that kind of thing. But uh, in general, I was uh, very productive and I remain to be very productive because we are still working from home today. And I think the other thing is just uh, the whole idea of uh, this flexible working arrangement. It also brings a lot of uh, um, comfort knowing that you you don't have to do all these long commutes. I say long, but maybe long is a relative thing. For some people, they were commuting for longer longer distances. But since I started working from home, uh, we, we don't have to travel. To go to the office, so your office is just downstairs or the next door, um, and uh, I think uh, what uh, what I've done uh, uh, through this uh, experience is that just to establish some routine, you know, I would uh, set myself up as if I'm getting out to the office, but then my office instead of going going to be outside, it will be inside, so. I'll prepare myself and come downstairs.
1: And, yeah, I remember you used to wear your work shirts. Yeah. And come downstairs. Yeah, then, yeah. Where were you going? <laughs> yeah, exactly,
0: exactly. But you know, it's it's quite a nice feeling actually. Um, mm-hmm. uh, because uh, well, at least for me, maybe it's more to do with mind that I it makes me feel that I'm actually it's a different setting because you can imagine. Well, you don't even have to imagine because you you've been experiencing. Uh, you know, virtual learning yeah. that, uh, before you used to have to travel yes. and move to a certain point to start working and that becomes your office. But now you have to like segregate
4: mm-hmm.
0: or create compartments within your household as a workplace or as a as a sleeping place or as a, as a living room and that kind of thing. And, uh, that in itself has been, uh, yeah.
1: This is a sub question, but do you think that isolation saved you money, or or do you think it costs more to me?
0: Um, I would say um, it has saved money in some specific areas. So, for example, for for us, uh, myself and my wife, really we uh, we used to drive to work. Mm-hmm. So you know, there there was a time we would because the only time we we'll drive is when we go to the grocery store. Yeah. So the, the gas, uh, I think the wear and tear of the car was, uh, was no longer there. Mm-hmm. And I think because the, also the isolation started at the time when, um, when the temperature was quite reasonable, uh, so it was not, there was no need for heating or anything like that and i think uh, in terms of saving maybe we're going to see the flip side of that with the with the current um, um, current uh, measures that have been put in place mm-hmm. because there is a need to hit house yeah and and that i think the the cost is probably going well i don't think it's probably but it will definitely go up okay yeah and uh, just on the other side of the uh, maybe the, the question that you ask um
4: the, the, it's,
0: it's not been rosy, uh, you know. Uh, with the isolation, is um, um, you know, I've 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 come to learn more about myself, uh, and part of it is just a validation, and the other part is also learning a little bit more about myself that uh, I am more of a people person, yeah. and I I draw. Uh, so much energy from interaction with people, and uh, by people I mean because I also have people in my household. So these people are here, but I'm talking about colleagues and uh, just other people that I meet even on the on the streets and things like that. But like when when I normally when I would be in the office, uh, I would from time to time uh, take a break and take a walk and strike some conversation with people in the corridor, some people I know, some people I don't know. And uh, I don't have that luxury anymore. Mm-hmm. And I think it has, it has been affecting me, mm-hmm. um, maybe in a much more way than I would want to admit, because there are times that I feel like I'm very much isolated. Yeah. yeah and, and I feel like I'm alone. Yeah. So it's quite strange that you are you you're in a household, you are with your family, but then you feel that you are alone. Yeah. Because of the at the time when you are working, you are not within the familiar environment that you are used to, or that gives you the energy that mm-hmm. you're used to. Yeah. And I think the other thing is uh it it takes a lot of uh effort. And, and communication to find the right balance between, you know, having a collective space and having a personal space. Mm, and true. I think this is something that uh, together is a fun. We have tried to work it out mm-hmm. because we have been very open about it, mm-hmm. that uh, it's, it's not very healthy just to be spending the whole time together, that we need to allow everyone to have his or her own personal space within the, the 24 hours and uh, I, I think that uh, is is working better but it was it was probably not so much uh, evident at the beginning uh, yeah so i think, uh, I think that has that my my
4: experience <laughs>
0: Yeah, and, um, um, I think with this, uh, you, you know, like I said before, that we were hoping that this was going to be weeks and then it turns in, in, into months. And now we are, we are learning that, uh, you know, with the current uh, measures that have been put in place that it might be even much longer before things go back to, to normal or if they will ever go back to normal. So I think this brings a lot of uh, new challenges uh, or it brings challenges in terms of uh, how we are going to approach our life or how we should be approaching our life. And uh, I'm I'm quite curious in terms of um, with all these effects of COVID uh, and uh, the uh, reduced or maybe new opportunities that have been uh, brought about by it, and and everything that coming from 2020 um um uh, i'll just be interested to know from from you more that uh how is uh 2021 looking uh for you what 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 are what are we going to see uh what is in stock
3: i i think the biggest thing when it comes to 2021 you know a lot of people in 2020, you know, we're consistently telling themselves, you know, there's this there's this continuous narrative of, you know, when things get back to normal, when things get back to normal, when things get hard to normal. But yeah. I think there needs to be a form of acceptance that this is the new normal and we just need to kind of adapt to the way things are, which is hard and which is difficult. Mm-hmm. And I I I feel that's one of the biggest things and I feel that the biggest thing that 20 the biggest thing that 2020 gave me and is and as we you know as as 2021 has been you know less less than a month in that it's really shown it's it's given me time a lot more time and that's that's such a precious gift to have and I think people aren't as grateful for that as they should be. Mm. And I think that people should really be using that to its full extent in in not only managing what's to come in 2021, but also just like, you know, managing their life mm. a lot more and, and, and also their mental health. And I think that's a really important thing that 2020 showed me was just... How much your mental, how much your mental health is important mm. in, in 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 moving forward, and then how your mental health affects your physical health, and how you literally can't get things done if you if if you have you know mental blocks.
0: Yeah, that have not been sorted. That have not
3: been sorted. But I feel that for for me and for many people that you know I, I came into. I left 2020 with the with the feeling and the and the and the mental and and the aspect that 2020 was a lot more about laying the the blueprint and that 2021 is really about is starting to build the house. Mm-hmm. And that's how I've been looking at 2021, you know. And for me it's like, you know. I know it's you know people saying it's 2021, but it's you know it's <laughs> 2020
1: part two. It's it's just
3: it's it's the same it's the same thing. But I don't think that's a bad thing, you know. okay. Do you you think so? Yeah, I mean I don't know.
0: For me, nothing feels different, you know. Yeah. But okay. So so but I think uh, the this uh, point that you are raising, uh, I think is quite an interesting point. Where I think uh, whether things will change or not. Or to what extent they will change? I Mm -hmm. think uh, the more we accept that this is how it is, until it stops being what it is, the more we can uh, approach our life in full, and instead of being on track, where we're waiting for things to uh, and
3: a a lot of and a lot of people are in consistent uh, turmoil with the fact that with 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 not with the with the fact that they're not accepting that the, that that this is the way it is and they're not and they're not accepting the fact that they may need to adapt so there's a consistent turmoil within people i feel about about life about movement you
0: know so would you say you have accepted yourself
3: i mean i yeah i mean I accepted it like a while ago to be honest so you you've just accepted what well, exactly think no i've accepted changed. i've accepted that this may be the new normal for 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 a minute okay okay for a minute yeah but that's like i said i don't think that's a bad thing because it gave me a lot more um it, it it made me learn a lot more about myself and i'm forever grateful for that because it helped me grow
0: I just want to say maybe one or two things on that because uh, I think uh, accepting is a, is a good thing and it's important. Mm-hmm. And then there's another bit which is once you have accepted that this is a new normal is how do you move mm-hmm. with it? Because um, uh, from what you have seen, the, uh, uh, there are a lot of challenges that have uh, come into our life because of, uh, of the crisis. Um, and and uh, some of us have been very grateful that we still have our jobs, mm-hmm. uh, but not so many people can t- say can say the same. And uh, just having the, the assurance that you have your job, it also allows you to, to move in a different way uh, in your life as if you don't have an assurance about your job. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are <laughs> surrounded, if you are within your family, maybe an immediate family member uh, falls sick and is infected with uh, or catches uh, COVID nineteen. Uh, well, this has become a common occurrence now. Uh, people uh, they they test positive and then they, they, you know, they after a while they they become uh, fine. But uh, imagine if you have um, maybe some. Family members or a family member who's been who's caught uh, COVID and is maybe very old and needs to be taken care of. So I think um, yeah, it's it's important to accept that this is a new normal. But I think with that, it has to be followed by uh, seeing how we can continue with our life Mm. within this new within this new normal. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. Create like a sense of
0: like a proactive. Yeah, not, yes. no, well, not, yeah I guess you, you can also be proactive. No, not But, but it's though. more about shaping your life in a way that you can still be able to support yourself to meet your, uh, um, yeah, basically to how to sustain yourself yes. within this uh, new. Yeah, within
3: this new kind of medium. Yeah. But maybe proactive isn't the right sense, but, but um, maybe a better way of putting it is to have a bit more control of uh, um, your life than then than um than not having control of your life within the new place of it is but I just want to establish that when I talk about these things and I talk about you know this acceptance and this um, adaptation to to things happening, yeah this is a process and and it doesn't mean that this this comes about Within the space of an hour, or okay, comes about okay. within the space of, you know, a day or a week. This is a process, yeah, and it's a process that I am going through as well. Yeah. So,
0: okay. Yeah. No, I think that's a fair point, and and I think it's good to highlight that. Yeah. yeah because you know, some people may think that you've reached there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a process. It's okay. a process.
3: I'm still I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. You know, and I'm still figuring myself out within yeah. that. So.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's um, it's, it's quite interesting, and uh, I think it's, um, it's important to talk about these things mm-hmm. um, because uh, as you as you talk, you and especially when you have this exchange, you start thinking about maybe the questions that you uh, that are posed to you, and then maybe you articulate. But then through that you realize on how you are being affected or you have been affected by something and then what needs to be done.
3: Yeah. Also one thing that I wanna point out is that this year has really taught and I know we haven't even really like um we haven't even fully experienced twenty twenty one, but from twenty twenty and how I see twenty twenty one moving is Is, you know, I felt that one thing that 2020, a lot of people had problems with when it came to 2020 is that it created this self, this, this sort of urgency where you, where you had to deal with, with problems that you're putting off, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think with isolation and with, with quarantine and, and with the lack of, you know interactions with being around people where it's really just yourself yeah. and and for and yourself and or your loved ones mm. it you know you you can no longer run away from the problems that you have mm. when it comes to yourself, you know yeah, and I think with twenty twenty one it showed me that you really need to deal with with um you need to work towards dealing with these things that you kind of, uh, that, you, that you, you put aside. Yeah, you
4: know? yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I think, uh, uh, I guess the lesson that we can draw from that uh, is uh, uh, problems will not go away. And uh, even if you put them off, they will still be there. And someday they will just confront you. And uh, in this case, uh, the, the the crisis or the isolation pushed some of us or many of us to confront some of these issues. Yeah. And uh, maybe it's a, it's a good lesson that uh, maybe the more we try to confront these issues, the better off. Yeah, the better off. Yeah. We become uh, in the long run. So yeah,
4: absolutely.